When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have Fred back in the studio, but this time he's coming as his real self, giving real actionable advice. He happens to be an improvisation expert, which means that he's also a master in the art of conversation and pulling conversation out of thin air. So we talk to him about how to talk to women, how to actively listen, which is very different than just listening. And he provides examples, step-by-step instructions, and direction on how to have a great conversation with women. We also talk about how to learn a new skill and be open to possibilities, how confident people become more confident, and the art of reframing. So keep listening. It's coming up now. Welcome to the Ask Women 3, Get Real Advice Straight from the Source Women. I am Kristen Carney, a comedian and your host here with Marnie Kinner. She is the owner of WingGirlMethod.com. And um, we did an episode that might have aired last week. We kind of do these out of order, but we had an episode where we had this guy named Friday Night Fred on the show. Yep. And I have to say, we went on a date after and we really hit it off. And now you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Saturday Night Susie. <laughs> Susie, exactly. <laughs> That's who I've got. Let's hope. Um, but we have... Uh, so. If you guys listen to the intro of that show, you'll know that he was an improviser. It was for The Rock's YouTube channel, and you guys can check that out on The Rock's YouTube channel. I believe, and we're on an episode. And we're on an episode, and I believe that's the end of December, December 23rd 23rd, or something like that. Yeah, so you'll hear this probably in 2018, March. Go back in the archives and find it. we do this out of order. But but we have the actor, I guess I would call you, Mike Falzone, who is Friday Night Fred. Yeah. With us in human form, not in yes. character form. Well, uh, the reason I wanted you back on the show, because I was actually really impressed with some of the things oh, nice. that you were put, because I, I, underneath I could see that you were actually trying to give some good advice and still stay in character, but yeah. I could tell there was more in there that would be solid advice that I couldn't, our I listeners couldn't tell. could. I just didn't want to mess pissed. up your show, because no, you got a thing great. going, and I didn't want to. Well, we didn't want to mess you up either, because it's like you had a thing going also. Yeah. So it yeah. was kind of. And your director was like, you guys suck. Let's make Well, I think once we did the pickup. That word for word. Yeah, I think and if you guys in front of our faces. (laughs) If you guys do check it out on YouTube, you will see it's different than our show because we did do some like (coughs) post recording of being mean to Oh, you're destroying the magic. Yeah. I was I peeling the onion too much. Was I too mean? No, no, not you at were all. perfect. Okay. You I kept thought. saying Thank that you. you were going to be mean, and then you weren't. I know that's her and then thing. You, I she out. threw you under the bus, and she was like, "Yeah, she's not really that mean." And I then know. you were like, "Here it comes," and then nothing. And came. then nothing. See, they yeah. don't deliver. I know. I know. <laughs> now I know. you're feeding more into her insecurities about her not delivering and being a failure at being mean. To I'm just yeah. saying that your friends, <laughs> your friends are letting you know that you could afford to be more mean. That's in good your life. to know. Honestly, that's good to know because I always feel like such an asshole. Yeah. No, you got God. some wiggle room there. The way okay, you good, see good, yourself good. is so interesting to me, Kristen. And I will say the, the funhouse mirror. Yeah, the listeners would have probably said, I honestly like I don't show you every email that comes in, but there are so many comments about you and like things to boost you up. Oh, that is say, so like, funny. I don't know why she thinks this about herself. Like, it, like that's <laughs> the majority. There's questions too, but it's really just an ego boost for you. Probably that's why I keep it away from you. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, honestly, please forward me those. I'm telling okay, you, I it will. could be like a daily affirmation, these emails for me. Seriously. Oh, I have a reason to get out of bed. Wait, like, why I'll don't you show her friends. those? That's like a nice... I, I feel like I should show her. <laughs> She's like, you know what? You need the shit. I'm not going to give it to you. There's mixed in there, too. I don't want to show Yeah, no, the thing right. is, I know some people send complaints about me as well, but... Just joking. Well, it's the internet, man. You're never going to... All the trolls, the trolls. Well, the reason I wanted to have you on the show is because I know I said yesterday when we were recording the show that you are an improv expert and you were like, expert. Yeah. But (laughs) to be honest, you you were phenomenal yesterday with like just being so quick witted and just like anything. I mean, we weren't throwing things at you, but you were able to turn nothing into something into entertainment. And that is amazing. And one of the the biggest challenges that our listeners have is conversation mm-hmm. about pulling things out of thin air. And, and because of 
either lack of conversation skills or the perceived lack of of conversation skills, people don't approach and they don't go after what they want and they don't talk to women and they hold back. So I would love to talk to you just a little bit about your background and like, were you always that way? Did you learn to do this? Can people learn to have the same skill you had yesterday? I think eventually you just get bored of not talking to people and you get bored of not taking chances because when you take chances, like you could absolutely fall on your face, but good things come out of, you know, risks that you take. Well, how did you get you, that attitude? You do, well, because other so people have things. the opposite attitude. I'm like I've fallen on my face. A lot face. of shit has happened. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. did you always have that attitude that, yeah, oh, I'll fall on my face and it's okay. Or uh, I fell on my face and now I hate me. No, I can think of different stages. I kind of think of the different stages of my life like as to what school I was in, like whether I was in grade school or middle school or whatever. And I think I was really insecure for a long time. Like I was the chubby kid for a long time. And then I had a lot of fair weather friends, people who are nice to your face and talk shit behind your back. Like everybody has that. Like it's not a unique situation. I thought that's what friends were. Yes. <laughs> that is childhood. They still do that, right? They're supposed to still do that. To keep yeah. When you're check. a woman, they do. Yeah. <laughs> Bitches. But they, uh, I don't know. You just learn things and you, you learn things from people who, uh, who shit on you i think and uh you can either take that and like build walls and be shitty to everybody else because of it or you can use it to like seek out the things you want in other people i love that you used it that way yeah right i would say the majority of people do not use it that way right but but what what is something that you can because i know for me improv i was so bad at improv class it was like when they called me up and a partner the partner would look at me like oh i have to go up with her really (laughs) yeah because you were the michael scott of the yes because i'm so i'm very not good at improv no he's very bad (gasps) oh i'm i'm very um like uh uptight as you know in a lot of ways and so like we'd go up to do a scene in improv class and they'd be like oh we're getting robbed and i I don't like that idea and then they'd say something weird like and we're underwater and i'd be like we're not freaking underwater you would say that well i was breaking the only no in rule. my brain i'd be like <laughs> right, really so she's rolling her eyes and so when i have to go with like money is wet or something like yeah. i just i would get really like specific to not liking certain things that people would bring in and then i would get in my head and just shut down <laughs> and i'd be like yeah, yeah. I yeah. and that improv. is not the key yeah. to improv and right it's not, it's not so, about shutting down and turning so <laughs> off I, people's ideas i guarantee if i went in drunk i would have done so much better and i should have gone in not like like I'm gonna hook up with all the dudes in class drunk, but like a little. Well, buzzed. you do that anyway. All the improv. Of course do I do. That. How do you think I got into the class? <laughs> yeah. Um, but but what's something that I could have done to loosen me up? Oh man. To be more open and accepting to maybe some uncomfortable moments. Uh, to loosen. I've been up. okay with being underwater. <laughs> yeah. Right. Not be so aquaphobic. Well, because then I'm like, how am I supposed to talk <laughs> yeah. underwater and we're talking? Like I don't believe it. Like there were just, <laughs> there were just situations. I know, but that's what you should do. Yeah. But for me, that's what you should do. I question everything, and yeah. I'm like a no but. And improv is it is yes, yes and, and, right. and I'm no but. Yeah. So just do it with better people. It's easier. Do it. With it sounds like that's a shitty suggestion. Yeah. You guys are underwater. <laughs> it's a challenge. Like yeah. No, it's great. It's, I'm trying but to that is true. I thought no one was funny. Don't meet her in the middle. She that. doesn't need to feed into the fact that this is normal behavior. All right, listen. This I'm is not, not helping be like, her. You're all a bunch of idiots. You're not funny. Give up now. Uh-uh. That's okay, really so what, what I wanted to say. But what is a, po- a more positive way to look at that? So, if, so for example, if you are, if you, listen, you're investing in an improv class, right? Yeah. So you're investing in your life. You're investing in day, whatever it is that you've chosen to invest in. I, I would say always. Give that 60 days no matter what somebody throws at you. I had a client recently who um, wrote into me. Everybody who buys one of my programs gets a free week of email coaching with me, and it's actually with me, which is nice. very exhausting. But um, <laughs> but I like to work with these people, and they're wonderful and amazing. But this one guy wrote back, and he said, to be honest, I'm really frustrated with your exercises because it requires me to write things down. Mm. I don't like writing things down. And I said, okay. How did you get through it? everything yes everything but also if you're stuck in your ways like that then you're the same shit's going to keep happening yeah and you're not going to do well with women if you're going to be stuck in your ways um especially when she she wants you to write down all the reasons she hates you yeah exactly so she loves calligraphy you got no chance (laughs) yeah so i to be honest but not that i laugh at the the frustration now but i understand i understand being tense and like fighting something because i i did that for so long in my life and it's easier to fight something that is unknown or foreign or uncomfortable than to just sort of go with it. So the advice that I gave him, which is the advice that I would give right now, is, okay, if writing things down is not for you, choose the format that is best for you. Say it out loud. Say it to a friend. 
record it, whatever you want to do. But I would advise you to write things down because when you write things down, that's when they become real. Mm. That's when they become actionable. You can look at it. You can say, this is crazy that I think this way. Or this is crazy that I, f-. whatever it is, yeah. writing helps it. But if it's not for you, don't do it. But I ask that you give 30 to 60 days to this program to just say, okay, I'll do whatever Marnie says. I've invested this amount of money. I'm going to try it. And if it doesn't work for me, it doesn't work. Yeah. But if you fight it every step of the way, then you've already wasted your money the second that you like signed you don't up. Know right. that exactly. it doesn't work. You don't know it doesn't work because you haven't yeah. tried it yet. So the only reason people get so frustrated and angry is it's because it's uncomfortable at first because it's foreign. So you have to make that promise to yourself. And that's really the only active advice that I can give to people yeah. is to just be present in the moment and remember whenever you say fuck, do they want to do an underwater thing? Yeah. Four, you can say, ah, okay, I'm going to say yes to doing this. I'm going to try my hardest, even though it's really annoying and stupid, right. and see what comes out of it. But and also, that's how you it's going it. to be over in a second, and it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, exactly. You know, like it's- if you do it, and it's worst case scenario, it's a bad improv scene in front of no audience, what the fuck does that mean? That doesn't, that holds no weight. Right? Exactly. So how, so how, so that, that's, these, these are amazing tips for moving forward and trying new things. Because everybody who's listening right now, I'm going to start asking Mike about some things people can try and practice sure. um, for their conversation skills. And I want the people listening to try and practice this for the next 30 to 60 days. So cool. you guys were talking about yes and in improv. So could you tell me more about the yes and and how that can be applied to conversation with women? Uh, or even if it make doesn't. Sure, make sure to say yes and to everything that she does. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's when you're in a relationship. Yeah. Um. But yeah. or even if even if that doesn't apply, what are some things that people can do? Because like you were just like literally pulling things out of thin air and making it into something. Well, so I guess how that's do you just because like I was just listening. Because if you're not listening, you're gonna I think hit a wall at some point, and yeah. then like you know, so many people don't enter into conversations or go to parties because they're like, I'm so scared, I have anxiety about not knowing what to say next. And like you, you know, you hardly ever know what to say next unless you listen to somebody. Then you can you bounce off each other. That's what a conversation is. And so right. much, so many people uh, put so much weight on being like embarrassed and and saying the wrong thing or whatever. But or the like, right thing, the perfect thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know we're human beings and we fuck up all the time. And it's if you're scared of that, then you're not gonna. I don't know. I'm all you about, open like, your pushing mouth. your your world forward. Oh, I love that. Like, so tell me more about listening. What is, what does that look like? And what is I'm sorry? What does that mean? <laughs> uh, that was a bad. I, I wish I could Blade, go back in time and not do that. <laughs> number one that I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you mean like when you could tell somebody else is listening to you? So how, how do you listen and then use that? So I have an article on my website. It's actually part of my programs as well, but it's about conversation threading. Uh-huh. And it's a way to actively listen and then engage in conversation. Oh, right? nice. I'll talk about that in a second, and I'm sure it's very closely related to what you naturally well, do. Well, now I feel like there's the right answer. Right. <laughs> there isn't. It, but... That's the whole thing. It's different for everybody because you were listening to us yesterday yeah. in a totally different way than I would be listening. Well, here's the thing about that, and this is full disclosure. I am not like a – I'm not a UCB person. I was never like a um, – uh, IO West person or whatever. Like I'm not an improv. I'm just never in, in an improv, improv group. Places, yeah. 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 I just love playing pretend and like making people laugh. So I'm like, if I can make you laugh, uh, specific to our situation and in a conversation that we're having, if I can call back to something that you just said, you gave me a relevant piece of information and I could, you know, screw it up, but make you believe that I was listening because like I hit all the right points, but in all the wrong ways or something like that. Yeah. I'm just using what you said to and our shared experience to make a joke i guess okay but, but that's like interesting what you were saying so people so like let's transfer that over to people in conversation uh-huh. who let's say they're at the grocery store and they go up and they approach the girl and they say hey my name is but whatever whatever method they want to use they can use osa my method they can mm-hmm. use hey how are you yeah how do they then listen and then exactly what you just said use what they've been given to, to continue the conversation so how how do people do that uh, and there is no right answer. I, there I is know, no right answer. For I don't this. know if you could tell someone how to listen. You just—it's like teaching them how to care. You know, you have to care about what the other person said, like really for a second to be able to hear well, and I think respond to it. How you do it a little bit is to get out of your own head. Mm-hmm. I know that um, I took a hosting class a long time ago, and um, they would do this thing where we would be the interviewer, and they would pretend they were a celebrity. So, like, say I'm interviewing um, Brad Pitt. And 
He's always your go-to. I know it's weird. Saying, and I don't even like him. It's weird. It's weird. weird. I don't know. I really don't even like him that much. But uh, that's probably why I re- refer to him. Yeah. Um, but so if I was the interviewer and I was like, how's everything going? And he says, Angelina and I are getting a divorce, but I'm focused on the fact that I want to talk about his movie. I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. And so how about the movie? And so it's like, you're right. not, you're in your head and you're thinking about your goal and you're not thinking about what they're point. actually saying. So they give you this nugget of like, oh my God, getting a divorce, that's what you talk about because that's what he gave you. And so you talk about what they give you and then build on it from there. Yeah. I mean, you still have your plan of attack in of play course, yeah, of where you, you do want to go. Distract you. Yeah. And I think that's or what a lot throw of guys you do. off. And that's what happens right. to a lot of guys. They go in with a plan. Like every guys who write to me say, okay, this is what I'm going to text her. This is most likely what she'll say. Then I'm going to say this. Then I'm, then she's going to say that. And I'm just like, ooh, you're going to fuck yourself up yeah, if you're yeah, thinking yeah. that way. Um, as it pertains to like stand up, where I, I do spend most of my time, it's like if you go in there with a set and then halfway through the show, you know the audience isn't feeling it. If you try to force jokes, like you're just going to bury yourself deeper and deeper, as opposed to like if you start doing crowd work. I'm actually like, still buried under some of that. Like <laughs> half of my body some is here. Of it you never get out of. <laughs> no, you don't. Some of those bringer shows oh, <laughs> bury you down pretty deep. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, and and you know, I've heard this from multiple comics who are are years beyond where I am at right now. And it's you know, if you keep forcing it, it's not, not gonna happen. do well. You know, you have this checklist, but you have to be um, ready and willing to like abandon the checklist if it's not working okay. out. Can we do a little mock situation here, like a conversation where Kristen will play um, someone that's kind of Brad mean Pitt. and yeah, Brad Pitt, not that helpful in, in in giving you something to talk about. So basically, you're playing you, and then Mike will be a guy who's trying to start a conversation in a grocery store in the right. in the uh, the dairy section, a, a section that I do not frequent quite sure. often, so I don't know a lot about it. I have paleo. lactose issues. Okay. <laughs> Is that the paleo? Can you have milk and paleo? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we know you shit well. We do know that. <laughs> I do. Yeah. There's I a do. whole episode. Dairy can on really I'm sure there is. <laughs> really and up. on your YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we but, so about let's that try so this. So, so giving him very little to work with, I would love to see. And then hear afterwards, like maybe what associations you pulled in. I'd, sure. Well, now I'm just like, well, I hope I don't fuck this. All up. I'm doing is pressuring you. The whole yeah. point is to put <laughs> conversation under pressure is always. I the, know, the I'm best. So, but, that, but that, this is somebody who's going in and approaching <laughs> yeah. a girl they're attracted to. That is a high pressure situation for a lot of guys. So okay, and you're in the dairy section. Yes, mm-hmm. dairy section. Okay. Or you can choose whatever section you want. Well, no, I need to know that we're in the dairy section. Okay. Okay. So we're uh, okay. So you're just looking at milk or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm so. coming up and I'm like, okay, uh, hey, have you tried this uh, this all-in-one coffee and creamer type situation? Um, nope. No, uh, I haven't. All right. I think I'm going to give it a shot. Is that all right with you? Yeah. I mean, do you. Okay. You going to be here tomorrow or no? <laughs> no, I don't grocery shop every day. Okay. Well, I'm this was French. nice. <laughs> I'm not French. <laughs> they always go. They like go to the market all the time. They <laughs> yeah, eat fresh, fresh food. Yeah. Always carrying a baguette. Okay, let's start. Sorry, over. I just gave you too much there with the French. Thing. No, let's start over. Hey, uh, do you know why these eggs are orange and these eggs are off white? No. All right. Are you gonna be here tomorrow? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Uh, let's start over. <sighs> this is what you would do: is just continue to start over. Yeah, I just keep walking away and then walk back up. I mean, that's kind of cute. Uh, do you know when... <laughs> hey, excuse me again. Uh, that would be funny if some guy did that. That would be that. really funny. That'd be how, uh, give me two seconds. Yeah. How how uh, how much longer until you walk away from this situation, realistically? Am I in the grocery store right now, or am I actually... Yeah, you're, in the, you're oh. in the produce section. Uh, in the, one second. He's I'd chased you to the produce section. I okay. actually am in a hurry. Just one more question. Uh, do you know when the eggnog comes out? Because I know that that's seasonal. And I definitely want to start getting my nog on. Well, it's December, so. Yeah. I figure. Well, I just don't see it. Do you know where it's at? <laughs> Do I? I don't drink eggnog. Okay. Listen, uh, you're real pretty, but you're giving me nothing to work with. And I want you to know that I'm going to be back here tomorrow. And if you <laughs> figure out that you maybe left something here, you left something off your list, we can continue this tomorrow, but I'm done. Well, with I think it you right left now. your sanity here, so. Okay, well. Am I difficult enough? <laughs> yeah. So difficult. That's the thing. That's not so difficult. This is normal. That's how I would respond too. I'm like, what? I, what honestly, I'd be like, what are you trying to get right, at? Right, right, right. But well, you kind of have... also have to be willing to like. 
I would be willing to walk away from that. Even if I, I walk up and I, I think you're beautiful and I'm like, oh, I definitely want to ask this girl on a date. But if I could tell that you're like legit not feeling it, like I'll walk away. Yeah. There are, we live in Los Angeles. There's beautiful girls all over the yeah. place. Yeah. yeah, you're a dime a dozen. <laughs> no, I didn't I'm mean that. I'm just saying like if I show genuine interest and I know for a fact that you're not interested, I'm like, okay, all good. Try it. You know? Yeah, and it's cool, but I do think that like going away and coming back, <laughs> if you were really set on it, yeah, is actually a, a not a bad idea. I don't think it's I think a bad it's idea. Cute. I think it's pretty. I actually yeah. think it's pretty. Cute. I know that you would respond to that. Yeah, like, like okay, all those things I would have in, in real life. I would have responded nothing like I just did just now. Oh, okay. you wouldn't have. Would, Why would you do that then? Well, because she said to give you nothing. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Well, but why? Well, how would you have responded? So he said, why are the eggs, some are white and some are yellow? I don't know. Is that something I, I, I would literally be like, you know what? I have no idea. And I've <laughs> always been grossed out by the dark eggs. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. And it, that sounds really racist. Like, that's this is the conversation. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, she sounds like a racist. I'm out. <laughs> right. Because I don't oh, want I my kids having in. those jeans. I thought you'd be in your wrestler. <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know? laughs> that is interesting. But that's so you, normally how I would. Right. But I would say most often. And most women who are not right. quick-witted and bantery like you would have responded like you. Right. Right. So to be honest, I, I like the approach of going back multiple times. And I like that you're just like, okay, well, this isn't for me. Yeah. How- and I personally would need someone who's kind of quick-witted and bantery. Right. And so you if were throwing I knew some that of that stuff out. Yeah. Right. So but- if she wasn't like that, I'd be like, we might be less compatible yeah. than, you know. So would that have been something to say? Like if, if, she, if this girl wasn't responding to you, would you have... Call her out for being less compatible. No, would you have been like, (laughs) would you have said something like, I don't think this is going to work? Like, because that is a way to to use it as well. Absolutely say that. You could use it. Because the thing is, okay, so for conversations writing the article, that is on my website and part of my programs as well. Um, it talks about how you only need one word to come out of a girl's mouth to make something larger and then you can expand Uh on it. So, like, if how many words? One word. That's it? Give me one word. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no oh wow you say you say no a lot that's really interesting i've always been told that like if you want something to happen you have to say yes to everything like Actually, when I, yes men right yes exactly man. like when i moved out to los angeles i said to myself that i'm gonna say yes to every invite and that led me to meeting uh my husband like i you can yeah. ex- I'm, my point is is that you can expand yeah. on a single word same thing if you're in a boxed room that is painted all white and there's nothing around you to observe. <laughs> in an asylum? Right, exactly. Yeah. There's always 10 million different comments you can make on this room. I'm sure if you stick any comedian in there, they could make that a, a hilarious segment for themselves. Yep. So the, my point being is that there is no limitations. You can work with what you get. But at the end of the day, you can be as open as possible, as funny as possible, knowing the fact that you're okay to walk away and that this isn't right for you mm-hmm. is actually the strongest decision that you can make. You can yeah. put your effort in a million times and it's not going to work on somebody. There are, you know, certain ways to finesse your conversation skills so that you have a better chance of opening somebody up. But sometimes, exactly what you said, if it's not working, it's not working, and I'm I'm fine to go get my own eggnog and yeah, not be with you and be cool with like trying and failing as many times. Yeah, you know how often, like a lot of people are like, oh, I went out on three dates and they were all bad. I'm I'm done with everybody. Yeah, I'm like you don't know if the next person's the yeah. one. Yeah. There's you know? this one woman uh, that I'm, I'm doing some email coaching with right now, and um, she said she's like she's 61 actually. Oh wow! And she said, you know, I'm I'm not like other 61 year olds. I'm I'm young and youthful, and I still want to do things. I'm not retired, and I you know. I mean, she still has a lot of sex. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So she's fun. <laughs> yeah. And she was saying, I don't know where to meet other people like me. Either they are like at a bingo hall or I'm like. Where do you live? And she lived in like Arizona. It wasn't yeah. like she was living in like buttfuck nowhere with I mean, like two, that is Arizona, two people. <laughs> no, in Moved Phoenix. Moved to Palm Springs. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's oh, where all those people are. Yeah, exactly. But I was just but like, all the sixty-year-olds oh. fuck each other in Palm Springs. <laughs> right. I was like, there's places to go. And she said, well, I, I gave her a whole bunch of options. She said, well, I did go to this one meetup, and that wasn't really fun. And I did go to this one thing, and I didn't go back. And I was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all you went to. So like, you, exactly what you just said before. You. As as discouraging as that can be, yet you have to go to more things and yeah. figure out other areas that you can research to potentially go to. Yeah. And maybe there will be one person in there who you do resonate with and you can say, I hate this. This totally sucks. Let's go find somewhere else And that's to okay go. because that's that changes you your mind for the next decision that you make. 
Exactly. And then you can find other things to do together and then you two are fun together and then you'll attract the right people. Yeah. So I like that we're all having positive attitudes about this. Yeah. yeah so thank you for, for talking about improv course. and doing that little mock scenario. I thought that you guys you were very adorable, well. By the way. <laughs> he is adorable. So yeah. I saw that yesterday. He's adorable. <laughs> You're married, married, right? Is this that is the best show. Yeah, yeah. This is just, this is recent. So how did you and your wife meet? Oh, recent. How recent? Yeah. Uh, like two weeks ago. No. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Wow. Thank you very much. Wow. This is my honeymoon. <laughs> this show right now. <laughs> yeah. I, it's a damn good honey. Yeah, it's pretty good. Real expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We splurged. That's amazing. How long were you dating? Um, we're dating about five years now. Okay. Five, six years. Oh, so she's from Connecticut. She's from Connecticut. Okay, yeah. Cool. She moved out here with me. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Why did it take five years to marry her? Uh, because sometimes it takes time mm-hmm. to do that. Kind of thing. <laughs> Is she happy about that time that it took? Yeah, man. We could have been, dude. We could have been boyfriend girlfriend for the rest of our lives, and we would have been fine with it. We're a very. So then why unique, do you get married? Uh, why not? You Good know? answer. All right? right, I like it, <laughs> dude. Can I tell you something else? Something that's chapped my ass for the past two weeks since what? I got married. My whip. Five. <laughs> yeah, very specific. <laughs> there have been five people tell me about their failed marriages, oh, no. like unsolicited since strangers. Since I just got married. Yeah, man. And I'm like, not for nothing. I don't want to seem insensitive, but I don't give a flying fuck about your a stranger's failed attempt at marriage. Within the first two weeks yeah, of my that's marriage, weird, but that's happened. Yeah, that's like walking up to somebody who like, I, like they're eating lobster for the first time, and they're like, you know, sixty percent of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you might be allergic to shellfish. Like, just shut the fuck up. You know, up. they leave like the innards in there. It's like they're like pooping. Where are you hanging yeah. out? That these yeah, people yeah, are yeah, just yeah. coming up to you and saying these. That, that's a hypothetical, but you know what I'm no, saying. No, but I'm oh, saying oh, the oh, like a comedy stuff. show. And uh, mostly the comedy show because we're full of depressed people, yeah. depressed well, hilarious people. Yeah. But uh, I like not a even lot of in a funny way. Divorced. Yeah, a lot of comics. But it's I, totally when I first to get divorced. Here, I'm happy for the people who are divorced because they're happier yeah. now or whatever. Don't share that story with me. I don't need to hear about but it. But don't say like, oh, you've been together for six years. Well, I knew my husband for 25 years and I, we hate each other. And I'm like, fuck yeah, you, man. Yeah. They're, just, they're being yeah. really inconsiderate. Like, oh, you're going to go swimming very, in a pool? Somebody I know drowned once. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Cannibal. Ex- that's the thing. I love how you want to focus on the positive. And that's a, it, it. Not that it. It's not horrible, but it is sad for many people who choose to focus on the negative because it's so I can't much relate easier. with those people. Right, no, not at all. No. Miss happiness right here. We are gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back bath. Bath <laughs> with Catherine Urbanic. Underwater again. I can't I <laughs> We're gonna be underwater with Catherine after this, and we're gonna do some overanalyze this question. So we'll be back in a second. Hey you, this is Marnie, and thanks for listening to the Ask Woman podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think of us. And also, give us five stars, just because. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast. We're back. That was an official back because we haven't had our music in a while in the oh, studio. Nice. We have it when it airs, but we don't have it here. But now we do. And magic of radio. Official. Yes. Um, and speaking of the magic of radio, we have Catherine Abanek back in the studio with us, who is Hi, now hello. a very frequent guest of ours. Yes. Very cute lady. Thank you. Tells it like it is. Which like, I like. Likes a Bijan. Uh, yes, indeed. I feel like I'm the, uh, and our token single woman. <laughs> no, don't worry. There's a lot of you. I'm the token no, I single woman. I always come back and it's like, so Catherine, any dates, boyfriend? No. Like, no. no. Still back fixated. on the bumble. Back on the bumble. Are there new, are there new apps out there? Um, the Hinge has the been league. recently updated. Ooh. Yeah. In a good way? I mean, they think it's good. So far, I'm like, and there's still no one talking to me past oh. three sentences. How's yeah. your day going? Great. How's yours? And no response. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, I have a gajillion of those. Are you on the league? No. Isn't that the Ivy League one? It's not an Ivy League. It's just you have to basically sign up and then they have to approve you. And it takes oh. like, like I was number when I signed up. I mean, I, I think they put it up there to make it seem like right. it's more prestigious. But I was number like 14,002 when I signed up to be approved. And it took about, I think, two and a half weeks to then get my approval to like work down from the 14,000 people in line. How Jesus. have you found it so far? Um, honestly, I find the quality of guys better. Oh. But the conversations are just as dull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the first, the two conversations. So I've matched with probably six or seven people. 
Um, they only give you three matches a, or four matches a day, I think. And then you can select or not even matches, but selection. So four guys. And then I can click yes or no. And then of those, I think I've maybe matched like six or seven Two have started conversation with me. I am done starting conversation because of Bumble. So yeah. I'm just not even, unless the guy I'm like, Oh my God, I have to talk to him. I won't. Well, when we go get drinks, we're going to talk, uh, we're about, gonna talk this about this a lot yeah. because I could write a book. What yeah. did you think but of their conversation that they had <laughs> in the grocery, the grocery store? store yeah. I thought it was fantastic. I thought Mike was extremely charming and hilarious. And I would, I mean, it was such an original way to talk to a young woman and not in a creepy way. I mean, if he was, you know, I don't know, wearing no shoes and looked homeless, I don't care how hilarious he was. I, I mean, if you go to the best Whole Foods, that happens a lot. With like really, no, I, yeah. I need I need a shirt and shoes. Maybe <laughs> maybe no shirt later You're on down the line. Shirt, Snob Catherine. No shirt, no shoes, no Catherine. <laughs> I left out the part where I was uh, breathing on the back of my neck for five minutes before right, I started exactly. talking. <laughs> well, it depends. If your breath smelled nice, then that might have been, you know. It's like, like, oh, oh, you're, you're not, not like, homeless. It smells like right. cupcakes. Um, I'm in. Has there anyone ever snuck up on you and smelt nice though <laughs> like those people never like <laughs> not at all no, no not even a little bit so i want to get to some questions from our listeners since we tend to not get to a lot of our questions <laughs> um so here is the first question from victor how do you reveal or tell a woman that you're a shy guy by nature and is it okay to be honest about it with her thanks for your time i think she can sense that you're shy i don't think that comes as a as a surprise, I don't think it's something that you have to tell someone. You can talk about it, but it's not like you have to be like, oh, I have, I'm revealing that I have an STD. You know, it's like, it's not a big reveal. But for, I will for sometimes, okay, but there are a lot of women who talk about, um, you know, men who don't talk a lot or men who don't share a lot or men who are a little bit aloof or men who maybe don't know to text quite yeah. often. And for these women, knowing yeah, I'm kind of shy, like walk me through this or I'm kinda, let me know what you need. Yeah, that's true. that's true. That it could actually be helpful to reveal that information to them. So y- yes, you can maybe sense if somebody is shy, but depending on how in your head you are, you may read that as either they're rude, they're not into you, they're insecure. You could have been shy at the grocery store, right? And he could just say like, oh, that bitch doesn't like eggnog. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm now, now we're not a match. So what, what would be a way for Victor to reveal to a woman and like, when do you say this that I am sh- like, how do you get that out there? If I was on a first date with Victor, um, and you know, we were, you know, the breadsticks had arrived and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Olive you know, Garden? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, there's other places that have breadsticks. There <laughs> are? Yes. Like Domino's? Yes, like That's Domino's. That's true. Uh, there's one particular establishment I go to and I order the pretzel bread all the time. It's Ooh. a bad habit. Um, but anyway, like, you know, if it's, if you feel intimidated by the woman you're on a date with or, you know, you, you feel like. Or you are of, shy. Or you're shy. Um, I think it's okay to say like, hey, um, by the way, just so you know, I'm a little shy. And then it's like, okay, cool. I mean, like, it's not a huge deal. Like, but you know, just, I would, I think it's just, you can just be straightforward about it. I've yeah. said, I've said I'm a dweeb. Mm-hmm. But that's really cute. Yeah. Was that Is in 1997 cute? you said that? No, that was actually last week. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better than it was last week. Because, like, I don't really smoke pot, and, like, oh. I don't understand how pot works, really. And, okay. like, he's, like, said something about, did you really think it was, and I was, like, yeah, I'm a dweeb. I don't know. <laughs> I I'm, know. Not, I'm not, like, edgy and, like. I'm a dweeb. Like I'm a, post, you know. a pot smoker, a pot smoker. But <laughs> pot now smoker. he knows that I'm, you know, I put that out there because I kind of am. I don't. But I like that. I yeah. think that's really adorable. Is it cute if a guy says he's shy? I think it can be. If he's, if he's a very awkward and, hate to say it, unattractive and not desirable person, it's not great. But right. if you have it kind of going or you have a little nice vibe and then you say that, it's totally totally fine yeah so like you're having a conversation and the guy goes i just want to tell you i'm like i'm a little bit shy yeah it's cute because it makes them a little vulnerable okay. yeah it's in when it can honest. be endearing like actually um there was a guy recently uh last week who uh asked me out and he called me on the phone and he was talking about where we were going to go and um he's like you know I, I don't drink alcohol so i don't really want to go get drinks and I, I think coffee at five o'clock is kind of ridiculous do we get juice <laughs> i was like well i don't like juice and we were starting to talk about two you know and he was yeah and he said you know he said I, I have to be honest like i'm you know a little shy and you know not you know like still it's been a while since i've been on a you know date and i just moved here and it was really sweet and he kind of like laughed at himself a little bit and i'm like oh my god that's so cute and then did um, you laugh at him afterwards no not at all no you no, went out with him still so 
that you found. That's in, another story, right? So that we'll tell that story because that's the more important part. Um, <laughs> well, uh, we were supposed to go out uh, at five o'clock on a Thursday. Why um, so early? I don't, I mean, like that's what time he's. He suggested. doesn't like it's the darkness. Time. And wow. he's shy. He's shy and afraid of the dark. Um, and uh, <laughs> he texted me. He texted me in the morning <laughs> and on um, Thursday morning and said, "Hey, um, uh, I'm really sorry, but I have to wimp out. I'm not ready for this, and oh, I can't. No. Like it, whatever it was. And I'm thinking to myself, it's just decaf coffee we're gonna talk about yeah. at this point. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, it was kind of. I was kind of taken aback by it because I had met him before, and it's like, okay, you're not, you know. 13, you're like, I mean, you're a grown ass man. This is not a huge deal. To me, it wasn't a huge deal. Right, but you have no idea what's going on. I with have him, no idea so what's going on with him. But yeah, obviously. so that, you know, but at the time before he canceled our plans, when he had called me earlier, I'm like, that's really sweet that he okay, well, kind of called me and wanted to check in with me and let me know what we were going to do. And even though it didn't actually happen, but still. Right. No, so I appreciated him being, you know, honest and, you know, and up front. Yeah, and up front. And Maybe it saved you a bad date, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? And the call on the phone, I have to say, just for all of you listeners out there, calling a woman on the phone, I think, is a big plus. It's so refreshing and nice to have No somebody. one does it. Mm-hmm. No one does it anymore. I and have, it's really Do you think nice. if you were 22, you would want that? Yeah. No. I would. I mean, I, I, mean, me I don't want it when I'm 33. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I mean, I especially I don't, I don't want my mom to call me. I'm like, can ever just yeah. leave me alone, please? Well, I, I like think with online dating right now, like, there's so much online dating. Like, I was telling somebody recently, like, you don't really, I don't really meet people in person anymore. I feel like it's not like back in the 50s where my dad's best friend introduced me to his young son. And they all your dad best you friend dated you. Know I mean? No, no, no. But I mean, like, you know, like how parents introduced each other's kids to each other, and there was, you know, that doesn't happen anymore. And um, my, you know, my parents haven't introduced me to anybody, and so it's. <laughs> Uh, or, you know, or any of their friends' children, or whatever. Well, so now I they feel can like you your, the, their friends. But I, I mean, I, I know like online dating. Sometimes it's hard to get a sense of the person. And I think you know, if you meet somebody on Bumble or Tinder or Coffee Meets Bagel or whatever, or the League, if it's like, hey, can I get your number? Would you mind if I gave you a call? Like talking to somebody, I think on the phone. But then you can decide if you want to go on a date with them after you've talked mm. to them on the phone. I think can, it's a good kind of. Can can somebody ruin it by talking on the phone? Yep. Yeah. But then I think that saves you both the trouble of a bad date. But what if they're just shy or if they're just nervous? Or if they have you, a shitty laugh. Yeah. I mean, then wrap it up after 15 minutes. Don't I mean, be but 15 minutes, that's even a long time there. Okay. I mean, I, I, to me, though, I, it's something I appreciate because I did, you know, I have had people say on, you know, like people use excuses for like, oh, I, I don't want to do dinner on a first date. I just want to do coffee or drinks because, oh, you might hate me and we might not have anything to talk about and you don't want to be with me mm-hmm. for an hour that we might have to have Jesus. for dinner. That's, yeah. dude, I don't like that's dinner. flip flopped a thousand percent. Really? You might, <clears throat> I'm not an expert, but that's a thousand percent just what they're thinking. It's, well, I mean, that's, I've like, heard what that if, what if I from multiple you, people, though. You know? No, I thought that I have me no personally, I think it's an excuse to not have to take a girl to dinner. Yeah. But, um, you know, it just if, if that excuse were a valid one of, you know, oh, well, what if we don't like each other? Then we're not stuck just at mm. dinner. They're just following my I advice. You're you not supposed still... to say it to women, though. <laughs> I mean, let's do something quick. We have an hour. Let's go do this, meet each other, see if we like each other. Then I can invest some time and money in you. I think yeah. you can still get stuck in drinks. I actually, the other yeah. night, went out on a date. I hate doing dinner on the mm-hmm. first date. I think it kills attraction. I think I want to like actually kind of sit closer to the person and I want to like look at them and like maybe get a little buzzed or like food. I'm just like, thinking. but you build up a lot before meeting somebody where you're invested. At I that do. Point and I don't. And there, I've been on several dates where I'm not me, not chit chatting before. And those dates always go bad. I will say that. Yeah. Um, so then you want to be at a dinner with them? No, I don't want to be at dinner. Yeah, with that's them. what I'm saying. Okay. Oh, right, right. I thought you were saying you do want to have a dinner. No, because we haven't chatted leading up and then. Hence why a phone call can be helpful. A phone call can be helpful, but I find it to be more, too much of a responsibility. I wouldn't and like it. I met a guy the other night. He asked me for my number and I really didn't really feel like feeling, I didn't feel it, but I still gave him my number because I want a distraction yeah. or something, to be honest. Yeah. So I was like, uh, okay. So I gave him my number. Then he texted. I didn't really respond. He texted again. I responded. Then he went to set something up and he called. I didn't answer. And then he, he texted again or whatever. So we ended up, we did end up meeting up, but the, he was, he did call. He called twice. We didn't talk either time. I didn't mm-hmm. answer. I'm not. I don't know. I don't. It's too much. But also, you weren't genuinely interested in him. You were. I you just said you wanted like a distraction. But I think I if it's somebody you are genuinely interested in. But when we went out, he, he to me seemed like the type who would call, and yeah. I didn't connect to that. 
Okay. So, I mean, it just depends on what girl, because he was, he did say something um, that I didn't really, I think guys want to, I think guys think girls want to hear certain things and they don't, it, they think it's cheesy. Yeah. Like so what? he said to me, because he, all right, I'll admit the way I met him. It's embarrassing. Okay. He was in my Uber. Oh, I drove that's him. Fun. Yep. Okay. I don't think that's embarrassing. I dropped him off on a date awesome. in the Uber. And I couldn't really see him that way. He came well. back to the car and he's like, hold on, we'll meet each other in well, half an hour. So he, he rolled out the window me. and was like, I can love you better. Yeah. <laughs> he texted me the next morning and was like, <laughs> I couldn't focus on my date because all I was thinking was about you. Oh, shit. That's good. No, I thought it was bad because oh, he, doesn't, that. he doesn't know me at all. I was wearing this hat that I'm wearing right now. It was a baseball cap. It was dark. He couldn't see me. He was in the car for maybe a mile. We weren't oh, so in the you car weren't talking? Long. We talked a little bit, but it was literally so short. That well, you're quite magnetic. It seemed fake, disingenuous, disingenuous. And then when he was calling, it just seemed so like he like re- these are the protocol steps yes. of what to do. And okay. he admitted he, he read the game oh. and stuff. So he's done like research. <laughs> so I don't know my opinion on calling. It was like, yeah, of course, that guy's the guy that called. Yeah. Well, one of my programs called the Insiders. Uh, we I had this girls night. And for each week of the Insider, there's like a different topic that we discuss. So I think that the second week in is about, you know, getting out, out there and being active and social. But the questions that I was asking the girls, whatever, I forget what week it was in, but um, was, do you like the phone or do you like text? Whatever it was. And this one girl who was 24 and single, she said, yes, I like when a guy calls, but there's no way in hell I'm going to pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. So that was her thing. Yeah. She's like, I like it. I like that he'll do it. It shows something about him, but not a chance am I going to answer the phone mm-hmm. unless I'm dating him. Yeah. Lucky I'm, the same, I'm the same. I'm the same. Okay, I thought, but <laughs> that, that's the common answer for a lot of girls. It's nice to see that you can do it and you, you and like if you leave a good message, that's great as well, but I'm not going to answer. That's too uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And it's too much high pressure. Do you, okay, thank God I get to be a guy on this show now. <laughs> do you have any idea how frustrating that is yes. for the male populace? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like we have just as much anxiety as you, no matter how much bravado we give off. It's like we're scared shitless to talk to you guys. And then yeah. you pull some shit like that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, she didn't pick up the phone. She obviously doesn't like me. I'm going to go feel like shit about myself for six months and gain 25 pounds. Well, like, that's what that does. <laughs> or the really confident guys like uh screw that then right, I'm going right, to move right. on to somebody else. I'm like why so, would I, why so I what is twice? what is the way to either for a guy to get past it? Let's say he doesn't have that bravado and let's say he doesn't have that confidence uh-huh. yet, but he has this knowledge that some women don't answer the phone, but they like that he's called. What is the you know protocol for afterwards for following up that doesn't make you look too needy and eager? Uh here's what I would do. If you know that the person is playing games, if you suspect that the person's playing games, they're out immediately. Really? Yeah, of course. Like, why? We're but it, on let's, this planet let's not for call such it a games. short amount of let's time. Let's not call it games. Let's not call it insecurity. Not picking up the phone. Liking when somebody calls and then not picking up the phone ah, on purpose. That is heard, games. That you is heard game. differently from what I said. Okay. <laughs> Shit, I'm a listening episode. No, insecurity, <laughs> insecurity and discomfort. Uh-huh. Not Okay, I'm going to see if he calls, and if he calls, then I'll give him five more days, and then I'll call him back. It's not a bitchy manipulation You're thing right. that's premeditated. It's an, this is too high pressure. I'm not answering the phone. I'm kind of invested in this guy. Uh, I don't want to answer. Then I think it's on the girl, though. If he calls you and reaches out to you. She should and, text. Yeah, then you should. Something. And if you're too scared to talk on the phone, shoot him a text message and say, hey, I'm sorry I missed your call. What's up? You know, like. I think that's on her because yeah. the guy's already extended himself to you and then it's your turn to, you know, volley back. Or the like, vulnerability thing, which is like like the same with that guy. Like, I'm sorry I got nervous and I didn't pick up. What's up? Yeah. Like, do you know how much that would endear you to the other person? It just makes well, you more likely yeah. to be with honest. This is a show for women. That would be the advice that I would give. But it's a show for men. So let's <laughs> give advice to the guys right. on what they can do. I think – If they don't want to blow this girl off and they're like, you know what? We had a nice connection – I do want because this is what I would mm-hmm. say. I would say don't leave a voice message. You show that you called. Yeah, don't you can just do a text follow up yeah, 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 yeah. and say that say whatever you're gonna say there. I would say um, just in general, the idea of the whole thing is every successful romantic or just like fling thing I've had in my entire life has been a result of being as honest and transparent as possible. So if you're shy, if you're not into answering the phone, if you just say all this stuff, the more you say and the more honest you are, the more it kind of narrows down who you're going to be with. Because if you put yourself out there, then it's going to – 
exclude you from a lot of people who aren't right for exactly what you're putting out there. That way, if you're totally honest and open and always doing exactly what you feel and somebody gives you that back, that means you have a genuine connection with that person. I, I agree. Completely. Awesome. Thank God. Yeah, I, I think it goes back wrong. to what Crystal <laughs> So my question <laughs> was. <laughs> what do I say in that moment? Yes. I'd be like, why the fuck aren't you picking up your phone? <laughs> What's <Right>. your deal? <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, do you? But the thing is sometimes people don't pick up their phone because they're like at the gym or they're busy or they're working, whatever yeah. it is. So what is the follow-up So afterwards? putting it, using your thing and putting it back on the girl, I'd be like, um, you know, uh, must have missed you. Uh, give me a call later if you're around. And then it's on her forever. And then I would never text back until I heard from her. Would you tell her to call you back? I would just get in touch with me however you're comfortable. Yeah. Would you put something out there about like why you were calling? Maybe. Okay. If it was leg- hey, just calling to say hi, missed you. L- let me know. You know if you're around later. Okay. But basically, you, you, exactly whatever your purpose is for calling, you would put a little bit of that. And yeah. like a cliffhanger. No, if, that's, I'm just, this is good. Yeah, yeah, if there was like a legit purpose. Right. Which there always should be. <laughs> hey, a wanted to go to the, the pottery beginning. barn. Missed yeah. you, but mostly the oh, pottery barn. Oh, I would pick up stuff. if you said that. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of leaving the message. Yeah. yeah like, oh, I want to go too. Like, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. I was here. I was here. I was okay. drawing off. This is a good question for you since you're fresh off of being married. Uh-huh. Can you tell me how to propose to a girl in the best possible way? Oh. If you have done a video or have a web page about this, please send me that link. I'm uh, quite very sure that she may say yes. <laughs> I know we've known each other for a while. Can you give me some tips? You know, it will be uh, much m- so much more memorable. So I wanted to try my best. Thank you. Quite very sure is like 3,000% sure. <laughs> so you're not going to fuck this up. 3,000. It was 3 billion. Percent 3 sure. billion percent sure. Um, I would just say do something kind of specific to your relationship. Don't go online and copy off somebody yeah. else. No, like horse and buggy thing. If that works Unless that's specific else. to your relationship. Right, exactly. If I the just first think, time. Yeah. I, I just think these like elaborate engagements are so cheesy and tacky to me the most beautiful engagement would just be like you're to you know you wake up in the morning and you're laying in bed together and you just like look at her and you just say let's it, do it i want to marry you and you have a ring in the nightstand like i mean to me that is like so genuine and so intimate and real i like that too but i would not turn down a flash mob <laughs> yeah i would just, just say <laughs> but i mean this guy's clearly looking for something flashy but to me that's the best it, but, but the best point, way to get the engaged. point isn't exactly what mike was saying is that you you have to, to tailor it to the person that you're proposing to as well as you in that relationship right. i will say my husband gets really mad about this i hated my proposal oh really he proposed to me in a way he would have wanted to be proposed to which was not which was with his family around what <laughs> uh-huh. my mom's here now and she's like oh but we liked that anyway <laughs> I, I don't need those people there i yeah. want to have elaborate um, i want to see that you've produced something uh. and thought about me i want to see signs are made maybe some t-shirts people are flown in i want something <laughs> you were flown in. your family was there i was in toronto he flew to me and to them <laughs> Oh, and I had just gotten in a fight with my best friend that night, and I was already like thinking about that. And then he's like, "Well, do you want to get married?" <laughs> and I was like, "What are you doing? Why are you <laughs> on your like knee?" That, and our basement's really short, so I thought he was just like trying to avoid hitting himself. And I was like, "Wait, what, what, what are you do? What are you doing?" It just th- threw me off guard. Anyway, so he made it up a couple of years later when he threw when he did a wonderful birthday gift that I've talked about on, uh, which was? on this show, which was because I said to him, "I'm like, I want a day that's." Marnie. That's like something I would really like. So he planned a scavenger hunt for oh, me. Oh, yes. And he this. had, you know, at four o'clock, he said, come into the living room. And he gave me a handful of ones. Mm-hmm. And he said, <laughs> and he said, strip. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then he said, okay, your first, your first uh, card is in your car. Go. And then I went to the car. And the first note was, I think, to go to clothing store or to the salon to get my nails done whatever it was he had picked out like four different dresses chose none of the ones he chose (laughs) and chose something else to wear from the store but all the girls when i walked in were like you're so lucky you're so nice (laughs) and then they gave me a card to go get my nails done and then they gave me another card to go to some store and they said look for a sign and when i was driving up there was a a, jordan was holding a uh a sign that says you know jv plus mk equals heart and then as soon as i got there he's like put it away really quickly and then we went into this like ring store it was really nice i'm like this is my engagement this is really nice i would have liked that but i like that you're saying i would have liked something else that's the whole thing and that's exactly what mike said 
you do have to pay attention Mm -hmm. to the person that you're proposing to. You can even ask those questions. Say like, you know, what is the most romantic thing for you? Like, what what, can you define it? Like, tell me what romance means to you, or tell me how you would want to be proposed to. Go to like a favorite spot. Well, I don't know if I'd say how would you want to be proposed to, hypothetically speaking. But I think knowing, I think what we can take away from this is knowing the other person and what they would like. Because if there's someone who's painfully shy, a flash mob proposal is not a good idea. No, if they are somebody that like, if they are, if it's a young woman or middle aged woman or whatever age woman. And she, you know, likes, you know, her favorite thing is steak dinner and getting dressed up. Okay, then, you know, pick a really nice steak restaurant yeah. or whatever. Or if it's, you know, she loves apple picking more than anything in the world. Then, I mean, whatever it is. Like, I mean, just cater it to the person that you're proposing to. Because, yeah. Marnie, you were unhappy because your husband picked a proposal that he would have liked. But so the moral of the story is pick something that you think she would really yes, like. Yes, her very proposal. Yes. But, or, but ask me for both of you as well because at the end of the day, he's not a flash mob person. Yeah. But at the end of the day also, I mean, that would be nice to do something for yeah. me. That's how I felt about it. So if there maybe was a way that was comfortable for him to do, like exactly what he did for my birthday, that incorporates me into him then that would be perfect because it's funny because when um it was like the the friday before my birthday or something we had our close friends over and i had told them that i had had said this to jordan i was excited about my birthday and they were like you're totally getting a scavenger hunt and i was like why do you say that because that's so marnie and i was like okay that's nice that you know that too so it's like there there are certain things that even your other friends would know so if you don't want to ask the girl how would you want to be proposed to you could ask their friends or your collective friends if you're that confused by it. So hopefully that gave some really good suggestions. If there are other suggestions that you want, there there are websites out there that give you proposal ideas of things that you can do that are elaborate or not elaborate, but I think we gave some really good suggestions here. Perfect. Make it personal to her. Exactly. All right, we're going to wrap up the show because I know you have a hard out at four. I do. And we got to get other people in here. Okay. So that's how it works. Mm -hmm. But please tell people where to find you, where to watch you. I liked that video that you sent me recently. Oh, well, you can check out my website, katherineurbanek.com. And most recently, I produced a YouTube video about a Trump voter and a Hillary voter that go out on a date together. It's called The Hate Game. Oh, funny. You can see it on YouTube. And I wrote it, directed it, produced it. That's good. in it. (laughs) You're a really good actress. I like watching you act. Thank you. Yeah, Thank that you. was good. And Mike, Fred? Yeah. Uh, Mike Falzone on like Twitter and YouTube. And then uh, on the Rocks channel, the show is Friday Night Fred. Yeah. And yeah. you were very good on that. And Thank we were very good on that, too. Absolutely. And my co-host, Kristen. Hey, guys. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, and just do it. At Chris Karn. And follow me on Instagram because they drive only have with Uber. 749 followers <laughs> at Cat Urban. There you Kat go. Urban. Perfect. All right. New shows of the Ask Women podcast come out of Ask Women come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and subscribe. Don't be a loser and download. Uh, you guys are awesome. Everybody's awesome came into the show. Thank you for being so open and honest and talkative and helpful for people who are listening. We will see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.